Are you okay? <laughs> what okay. is going if in on that? If you don't shut up and you don't come in, then you will get roasted. You yep. Get roasted. They make me laugh every single morning. Most of them in the morning. You guys crack me up. <laughs> this is Afterglow. Well, hello, everyone. Look at that morning voice right there. Good morning, everyone. Happy Friday. It is June 11th. Hi, Eileen. Hi, good morning. Oh, I love when you, I love the way you say good morning. <laughs> you have to be happy and positive. Oh, I agree. How are you? I'm doing great. You know, I woke up energetic. I woke up ready for a Friday show. So I'm so excited. All righty. All righty. Good morning, everyone. Happy Friday. So good morning. Hello, Angela. Oh, as Angela just slams the door. <laughs> so Angela, step one might be unmuting your microphone. Oh, okay, awesome. Like, I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> Yay, Friday. Oh my goodness, everyone is so excited. Yes. Yeah, are we excited? Yes, we are. All right, we are excited. Oh my God, Angela just like threw the microphone back. It is gonna be a Friday if it's been a Friday. Well, good morning, everyone. Happy Friday, June 11th. It is time to wake up. Eileen, on your mind this morning. I am just thinking about this bagel I have to eat right now. I woke up a little early so I can make myself some breakfast, um, which is not like me because I normally come in hungry and just ready to munch on your snacks that you have here. But today I had some time to make myself some breakfast and I have a long day ahead of me today, but I'm really excited. Fridays are always great because oh my it's God. a really good starter for the weekend. I'm so glad that you can look at it that way. Okay, Angela, on your mind this morning. I guess for me, it was like, um, <laughs> I was doing a lot of research <laughs> on like world peace and like everyone's like going towards a collective like harmony, which is awesome. Like out of COVID, we're like all united together. So I'm in that. I'm yeah, in the. Nice. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, like, Angela, you're always so positive. That's it. That's it for me. Okay, that's amazing. Chris, Honestly, what, what about, about you? you? Chris, yeah. I am excited that it is Friday, so yeah. I cannot wait for all of that. And I'm ready to start the day and have just a, a good one, if you call it that. A good are we playing some music? We too? are. Yes, we are about to play some music. And I'm so excited. We're going to get our morning started off the right way. Why don't we do a one of our favorite songs that we always do? Why don't we do Beautiful People with Khal oh, sorry, with Khalid and Ed Sheeran? I think that is going to be a great way to start the morning so this is going to be beautiful people ed sheeran and khalid right here to start your morning off the right way this is afterglow hello everyone so welcome back everyone happy friday we are here and we are live hi eileen hi the headphones I have today are so weird. It kind of feels like I am not talking into anything and then I'm just talking out loud. Isn't that, isn't that weird? Yeah. It's like I can hear everything that's happening around me, which is so bizarre. How bizarre? bizarre. How bizarre? Bizarre. Well, good morning, everyone. Happy Friday. Okay, I mean, so on the break, you and I were talking about an experience you and I had at a restaurant, which we talked about a little bit. Well, I talked about a few days back. Yes. Um, do you want to give us a little refresher on what happened? Yes. So Chris and I, it was Sunday, and we had been saying for the longest we were going to do Sunday Fun Day, and now that everything is opening back up here in Los Angeles, we're like, what's the perfect 
restaurant or day to go and have a Sunday fun day, but at the U.S. Bank, right? Is that what exactly? It was, it was nice. the U.S. Bank, yes. And that is the tallest building in downtown Los Angeles. The view is impeccable. It's gorgeous. Although there are two restaurants at at the U.S. Bank. There is sixty the floor sixty one. Yes. I don't know what it's called though. Sixty one above. Sixty (sighs) one above. Yes. And then there's no 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 that's seventy one above. That's the second restaurant. (laughs) Okay. Seventy one sixty one whatever it is. Yeah. So. Actually, no. Oh my gosh, I'm like totally getting confused right now. So there's 71 above. That's the main restaurant. That's where everyone goes to eat. And then we were on 68 or 69. We were on 69. So when you can't get reservations at floor 71, you have to go down to 69 and just eat the chef special. (laughs) (laughs) What does that mean? And I basically, I wanted to talk about this because I always think, you know, when people hype up restaurants or when celebrities go to the most nicest restaurants, at least you think, the food you expect to be delicious and you expect it to be like top tier food, especially for the price that you pay and for um, the ambience around. But we were uh, definitely sideswiped by the food served to us. Now, what do you mean by sideswiped? <laughs> like they really just knocked the chair up out of my 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 ass and <laughs> i was like what is this okay you explain this a little bit so, further for the listeners well i think she's getting there yeah i am getting there so i was having sunday friday prior to meeting up with chris so i had some champagne in me some and champagne. so <laughs> more like you had the entire bot you had the entire <laughs> region of champagne okay. i definitely did it was a it was a little crazy but it was fun so obviously me and my friends um we well, me, i wish my boyfriend and his family we went ready to eat. We were hungry. We were out all day drinking. And so I was like really excited to see Chris, really excited to eat at this restaurant because the view was crazy. And so we look at the menu and it says chef special. And it says the price next to it says $55 or something like that. And I kept viewing the menu. And then my boyfriend looks at me and he's like, is this a vegetarian menu? I'm like, oh, why do you ask? And he's like, I don't see any meat on here. So I'm like, hmm. So I keep looking and I'm like, wait, I think it, this is the only option we have is this whole paper right here, which is the chef's menu stating everything that we're getting. And I mean, you more than anyone know anything that I don't like any vegetarian food normally unless I'm expecting it. So I didn't yeah. even expect this when I was here. I was like, no, I'm going to try it. We're mm-hmm. here. I'll be positive. Because yeah. I was like, be positive. Yeah. <laughs> we were all trying to be very open minded. So. Sure enough, we order. We all had to order the chef special. That's the only thing that you can get on that menu. Okay, it's fine. fifty-four dollars a person. Okay, and there's a bunch of um, uh, how do I say? There's a bunch of courses listed on the paper. So in my opinion, I thought I was gonna get about like eight to ten courses served my way, and I was like, wow, like this is this is amazing. Um, I figure for the price that I'm paying, I think that the the food should be great. So the waiter starts bringing out some pita bread. He starts bringing out hummus and some tzatziki sauce, a little small salad bowl. Which in the beginning, I think, was was pretty good. It was nice. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, I was like, oh, our appetizer, this is great. So we were all sharing. There's about 10 bowls in front of us of dips and a small salad and pita bread. (laughs) So we all start sharing and some time goes by, like a good amount of time. And I'm just like, where's our food? And so everyone's like, yeah, where is our food? And the waiter comes back and he's like, oh, well, that's that's your food. He's <laughs> like, you just got that you're serving. And I was like, what? Like, wait, what are you talking about? And he's like, yeah, that's the chef special. And I'm like, there's no meat or anything. 
And he's like, oh, you can add. He's like, these are the things you can add. And it was beef tartare or tuna tartare. I never had tartare before in my life. Me either. It's 100% raw, right? Uh, yeah, 100%. I didn't yeah. know that. Hello. I know, I'm sorry. So I ordered beef tartare <laughs> thinking it's cooked beef and I can add on top of my pita butter, at least have some type of meat or protein in my um, meal for tonight. Sure enough, he brings a beef tartare and I almost threw up. <laughs> sure enough, on the table. Yeah, sure I've, I've never in my life eaten something and had to get up so quickly and spit it out. Oh, I am normally shit. not like that. I'm very easy when it comes to eating. I'll, yeah. I'll try anything. Even if it's gross, I'll just finish it. That was horrid. It was horrid. And I mean, I, I guess I dragged on the story for a really long time. No, but more of the point was... The view was impeccable. The ambiance was great, but the food was a negative two. It was so disgusting, so disappointing. The pricing was ridiculous. I couldn't believe that they would charge us that much money for dips. A Mediterranean dip. That's what it was. A Mediterranean cuisine. <laughs> oh, and on top of that, they um, the service was terrible. The guy was oh, yeah, very he was rude. So rude. Really? Well, I mean, okay. So I did something that's probably a big taboo in a really fancy <laughs> restaurant. And what? you know that is just to prove to everyone, I give no f's. I do not care. Um, if I don't like it, I ain't gonna eat it. So I realized when he said that it was gonna be all dips, I tried the dips, each and every one of them. And I personally did not like any. So I was like, why am I going to pay $60 right now for my plate and I'm not going to enjoy my food? Sorry, but I'm pinching pennies over here. I'm going to yeah. I'm going to tell him, can you take me off the bill? So I, I call him over and I politely ask him. I pull him to the side. I don't even say anything <laughs> to everybody. And I said, hey, wow. By any chance, do you think you can remove my serving off of the bill? Yeah, I'm not very nicely. too. Yeah, I was like, I'm not too happy with the meal and I know I'm not going to enjoy it. I was like, but I really appreciate it. Thank you. And so he's like, oh. Well, you already ordered it. And I'm like, oh, well, what? I don't like it, you know? And I had I had ordered an additional beef tartare that I hated. So I was like, well, I was like, I could pay for the beef tartare because I know that's the add-on. I was like, so I have no problem with that. Yeah. He's like, I need to go talk to my manager. So he goes and talks to the manager and he comes back and he's like, okay. He's like, we can remove it off your tab. But if I see you eating, I will have to charge you. Word for word. I was like, Whoa. bro. Yeah. So that I was like, even like a small crumb. That's yeah, like, literally. What? And I was like, ew, like, okay, goodbye, sir. Your your food is trash. Your attitude <laughs> is trash. The only thing that's good about this place is the freaking view. Honestly, like. And they're lucky it's in Los Angeles. Yeah, because, I mean, restaurants really should care about their patrons right now, for sure. No, yeah, like, 100%. Reopen, like, come But on. I mean, I can definitely vouch for the whole group. We will never go back there again. We'll yeah, probably absolutely. go two stories up to 71 and above, but the floor 69, no, honey. So I don't actually know if I would go back at all because I'm. I'm kind of past the moment when it was like, I don't know. I'm kind of past the moment where it was like, you know what? Like the entire building, because it was it was owned by the same pop up company, mm -hmm. and so now I'm like, you know what? Like they had their they had their they had their chance, mm -hmm. and now I'm like, I don't know if I if I want yeah. to necessarily do that. Yeah, do it. You know, you're not company. you're not paying for the quality of the food or the service. You're paying for the view. Exactly. So That's basically, all you're for. so basically, amazing, where this right? is going is basically we want to know like about uh, what exactly it's it's like it's like what are you expecting a restaurant of that caliber or, or where no more so like when you go to a fancy restaurant you go to an upscale restaurant you expect impeccable service impeccable food and a great ambiance. The thing is that's not the case all the time. So I want to know, do you go to fancy restaurants expecting it to be 100% on all radars on the list? Or do you go expecting to have something fail? 
Exactly. Okay. So guys, text us 833-632-0490. We want to know. So we're going to play some quick music. When we come back from this very brief and very quick break, we're going to dive into this and we're going to talk about, you know, your experience in these restaurants because I actually have a ton of different ones from the Red Rooster, to all, which is in Harlem, all the way out to various other restaurants. And so I want to know, what do you guys expect for your dollar? Because that's kind of the bottom line here. So I want to know. I mean, thank you so much for, for kind of covering that because it's something that I totally forgot about until yeah. you said something, which is is wild. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, guys, we'll be right back after this. More hit music and so much more up ahead for your Friday. This is Afterglow. So hello, everyone. Hi. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. Every time I come back, I'm not going to do this today, I promise. <laughs> You're like, shut up. I'm like, hi, I <laughs> Hi, Chris. Okay, so... Your question, just can you rephrase your question for our listeners again so they know what we're talking about? Yes. So when you go to a fancy restaurant, a bougie restaurant, do you expect impeccable service, food, and ambiance? Of course I do. Or do you leave room for disappointment? So I expect a certain level. So I always am expecting a kind of sublime service if you will a superior service <laughs> if you will and i am basically always looking for you know the top of the top which i know like don't you know i'm sorry if i'm being annoying there by saying that y'all but it's true like if you're gonna go and you're going to have you know a if you're gonna go and you're gonna have this expectation and you're going to pay xyz amount of money i'm going to expect a perfect service and i know yeah. that and, and I don't think that that is something bad. You know what I mean? I no, think not it, at I all. I think it's fair. And so I once went to this place called Red Rooster. And I didn't have expectations when I went there of what it really was going to be. And when I went there, I realized it was a very fancy restaurant in mm. Harlem. Which How is, food do they serve? Um, so it was kind of like new American. And it was great. It, don't get me wrong. The food was great. But um, when we were there... I had ex- I had expected that it was going to be once I had realized the vibe of the place I was like okay I got it great, and my mom's friend um was there with us and and I don't think she understood how everything was and how everything was um kind of structured price wise because what basically happened was <laughs> <laughs> um they get the bill and she was like. I was like, okay. I was like, mom, get your girls. Um, get your, get, get your girl. Um, and so, and so she basically there, which I know isn't the exact close thing to what you were saying, but she basically was there and was like, uh, alrighty, like cool. And she was like, you need to get it together. And I'm just like, okay. So, so I'm she dead. didn't, you know, really understand that. And she's like, the service here wasn't even that good. If we're going to pay these pricing. And I was like, mm. I thought everything overall, you know, overall. And when yeah. I'm saying overall, I mean, really, really overall. Yeah. It's good. I don't know. I don't know. And so I'll never really forget that moment. So it's kind of funny that, I mean, again, it's not the same thing you were talking about. No, but it's very but similar. It's similar. It's not what you expect. Yeah. So I have to say that I don't know what it is. I don't know if I have it tattooed on my head to <laughs> be rude to me. But every time I go to a restaurant, it doesn't matter what restaurant it is. I can go to Olive Garden or I can go to Nobu. And actually, no, I won't say Nobu because when I went to Nobu, I had really good service. But um, 
for the majority, if I, if I go to a restaurant, I don't know why, but the servers are always crap. They're always with some attitude or they're not really um, serving as they should, I shall say. I do understand what you mean, yes. And so when I go to a nice restaurant, that is the first thing I expect. I expect the service to be the best before I expect the food to be the best. Because, you know, the food is up to the chef and sometimes you can't really determine that. The chef will be in a good mood that day or in a bad mood. Okay, wait, pause. So what you just said, I have never thought of, actually. Yeah. The fact that you're saying that basically the service maybe over anything mm -hmm. is going to be, you know, the, de the determiner. I, okay, I will say I will expect the service. I'm sorry, the food to be at a certain level. If yeah, you're going to be at a really nice course. restaurant. But the fact that you just said that, you know... Honestly, I mean, I, I think I just had an awakening in my booty. Yeah. I, I, which may be from what I ate last night. I don't know. Ew, but. I'm so dead. Well, no, I mean, that's what you have to think about. I mean, every there's different parts of the house. I mean, I used to work at a restaurant. So that's what they called it. The house. It's the front of the house, the back of the house, or the mid house. I like to go to your house. Hey, you're welcomed. <laughs> and so if I feel like every section of the house has um has a certain job description, and they each determine your experience at the restaurant. So you have your waitress. No, you have your host. It's the first person who greets you. Then you have your waiter and waitresses. And then you have your chef. Now, can I ask you a question? I'm sorry not to cut you off. Oh, um, when some when you walk into a restaurant, do you, I know the host is like a, a you know a small part of your night. But is is how the host treats you immediately going to be in your head how you immediately reflect on that restaurant? One hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. The good thing is, it's like if, if you're going to start because you got to start me off and try and, you know, it's like, oh, my God, if this is who you have greeting me, who the hell is going to serve me? Exactly. That's exactly what I think. I like, uh, you're, you're really hitting it on the head. Today. Well, I'm telling you, I have the worst experience at restaurants and I always tell Jesse that. If I ever had the opportunity to own a business or a company, I will literally the the hardest thing to ever, in my opinion, I don't run a company or business just yet, but in my opinion, the hardest thing is your employees, your staff, and yes. who's behind it. Mm -hmm. And I always say I will go through extensive training. I will go to the top of the top for employees because they represent you as a brand. You could not be there. You could do all the hard work. You can do everything you can to be successful. You are, If you hire the wrong employee, they will ruin your whole reputation for you. Okay. So I am so happy you said that too, because it's, it's true. It's really, really true. Mm -hmm. And so I think the thing is here is that people don't realize, you know, that the entire restaurant experience and everyone's like, well, then you can eat at home. Again, I've, I've had friends that have worked in this industry um, that... Um, specifically are like, well, then, you know, don't do this. Okay, listen, like, or don't do that or blah, blah, this or blah, blah, that. And it's like, listen, like, if I'm going to a restaurant, I'm going to spend X, Y, Z amount of money on a service. I'm mm -hmm. going to expect a bare minimum. And yes, I know you aren't getting paid that much for X, Y, Z. But like, the thing is, is that's not, I'm not saying that's not my problem. But it's like, I personally, myself cannot, cannot fix that. So I'm going to do no, everything exactly. on my power to tip better and every, everything else. Of course. But when people are like, well, you didn't do this. And, nah, 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 and I was like, okay, you need to calm it down. Like, I yeah. think that honestly, like if you basically have integrity and the, the owner that owns the restaurant and you basically kind of like go at that, like you're fine. But I 
I yeah, guess. but it, it it's not about just the, the that's not it's not just it can't just be on the actual owner owner it has to yeah. be on the actual well, on the staff, staff. but lot, I mean it is on the owner at the end of the day because it's like you hired that uh, person, yes you know? yeah. okay yes a lot does come from that but at the same time though is the owner isn't always going to be there and they might always not be around for yeah I guess not there every what's shift. happening but that's true it is very difficult to own a restaurant and make it successful I mean they're yeah. relying on a lot of people to make it happen. Well, yeah, that's why I said there's three different sections of the house. Yeah, Each section determines your experience yeah, there. Absolutely. But I do have to say, I have been... So, okay, let's go on two ends of the spectrum. There's this restaurant called Mama D's in Newport. Oh, yeah. Mama D's. Oh, Mama <laughs> I know D's. It. I think I know it. I know, I, it. I know it. I have never. So I have been with my boyfriend for 10 years. Yeah. That means we have gone to... <laughs> nine different dinners because the very our very first anniversary together we i wasn't allowed to date him so i couldn't go out to dinner with him wait guys you hear that they've been dating for 10 years and they've gone to nine dinners yeah well that. no i'm okay wait no yeah that's the way you just so said it, I'm like, oh. <laughs> i meant we went to nine different anniversary dinners okay, oh, okay. serious dinners. and you know yeah. anniversary dinners are a big deal so yeah, it's like you go absolutely. and you you definitely like you have an experience there with the person you love and so um I went to two anniversary dinners this year, actually. So I made up for year one. <laughs> and I went to Nobu. Wow. For one. Which is beautiful. Which was a Amazing. $400 dinner. Yeah. It's and expensive. then I went to Mama D's, which yeah. was a $80 dinner. I, I was going to say $80. <laughs> yeah. So two different ends of the spectrum. And I have to say, and I'm not even being biased or i mean i don't know how you'd be biased in this situation but i mean i guess because i'm no, not totally like can. a bougie i'm not like a bougie person all the time like i don't always go to bougie restaurants a bougie a b when I, mm, mm, but mm. in all honesty mama d's took the cake 100 percent. i had the best service of my life the waitress was such a sweetheart she was so caring so t attentive to us um, I, and I told her it was our anniversary. I ordered a glass of wine. And you know how they always serve the glass the, the glass of wine like half full? Yeah. Well, she served it to the <laughs> rim. She was like, it's your anniversary. Yes, you made it. You exactly. made it in 10 years. Damn, wow. that's my kind of so, place. <laughs> exactly. Me too. No, no, so she served it to the sweet. rim. That's very sweet. She made a card. She oh. had every single staff sign it. And I she gave us a complimentary appetizer that. for when we come back. And I was like, oh my gosh, are you serious? And the food was impeccable. We got pizza, two pastas, calamari, oh. mozzarella. Now, do you feel like the food, and, and don't get me wrong here, if okay, you're a chef, what was do it you like feel it? like the food here is going to be, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Do you feel like the food was really great overall because of your experience? Or do you feel like the food okay. overall was its own thing here? That's a good question. Because so, I feel like it does have a part in it. It does. It has a huge part in it, but I have to say, my boyfriend and I discovered that restaurant during quarantine. So they were closed. We weren't allowed to sit there. I never got to experience their customer service. It's always been over the phone. This is what I want to order. Okay, pick up. That's it. That's all I got was a yeah. hi. How are you? Okay, here. Hi, how are so, you? <laughs> yeah. And we've always fallen I'm in so love telling. with the food. The food is just yeah. that authentic. And it's actually not your Whoa. authentic, authentic um, Italian food. But it's like that, like. It's just like a, you feel like you're home in someone's cooked. home, home and yeah, yeah, and literally Mama D is back there cooking for you. That's how it really feels. Now wait, so, where is Mama D's? And I'm so sorry. In Newport, you said this. Okay, yeah, you this, yes. and they have one in Redondo Beach as well. I, I believe it's Redondo Beach. But so I've been there without without the service, and I loved it. And I went back, and it is on the best. It's on my number one. Okay, 100%. So it's my favorite restaurant about, today. You haven't told us about Nobu. So yes, okay. 
So I went to Nobu and I do have to say, shockingly enough, our waiter was so sweet. He was so nice. Um, you know, he he's from uh, where's he from? I think he's from the Bay. He moved to Los Angeles and then he moved to San Diego. He like told us his life. He was a young guy. And, you know, he he gave us great recommendations. But I do have to say that I feel like when I go to a very expensive restaurant, I feel like the waiters or waitresses upsell you on purpose. Really? Like, Which, yeah. I mean, okay, they do. I feel like depending on the place, definitely. Yeah. But I, okay, so at Nobu, all he, all he recommended was the most expensive thing on the menu. There's like five, there's five sections in that menu. Yeah. It's like raw food, sushi, um, beef, chicken, whatever. And every single one, it was the most expensive one. And I don't know if the restaurant did that because that's their most popular. So they raised the prices or if he was purposely just trying to upsell us to that point. But let me just get this clear. A four ounce Wagyu. That's not much. Was Wagyu. $150. Whoa. That's yeah. That's, that's like four, four ounces. That's four times over the it regular price. It was eight little that's pieces crazy. of meat. Yeah, I know. I, I literally know. wanted to I throw. I wanted to grab a piece of meat and slap the waiter with it. <laughs> <laughs> you probably could have. Like probably I, I do have to say, okay, I, well, I, I mean, paid. That is my. I actually pay for service like that. That's my uh, kind of date night. If you can just smack wow. the meat. Wow. But... <laughs> like I want that for you. <laughs> oh my god, it's literally hilarious. So the food, in my opinion, it wasn't that great. We got this rock shrimp with spicy. Um, Spicy mayo on it, rock yeah. shrimp. I've been dreaming of that. Wasn't that great? Tasted right. like frozen shrimp. Wow. And and, and it's Nobu, so you would expect yeah, like really frozen. good quality. I'm sure it's not. Yeah, frozen. I'm sure it's not frozen, but it tasted no. frozen. Oh wow. I got some wagyu tacos. Wagyu, were, wagyu. It's wagyu. Wagyu. I mean, wagyu. that's Japanese. It's beef. wagyu. Isn't, wagyu. Isn't that like the beef that they make in Japan? Like yes, it's all fat. That it work. That it work out that much. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, like in Eileen's in Eileen's dictionary, it's wagyu. You know, Eileen, wherever you <laughs> take me, I am there for it. Oh, well, great. But anyway, to wrap up my experience <laughs> yeah, at Nobu, it. <laughs> it was um, it was not a perfect ten. I will give it a solid eight point five. I would go back. Okay, that is a good number. Yeah, yeah. it's. I didn't have a horrible experience. Wait, it now, just was it not. So funny. It's I mostly know. seafood, or it's mostly. The thing is, yeah, give me a sec, Angela. I mean, so yeah. it is mostly seafood, but they are known for their wagyu, wagyu, <laughs> and sushi. <laughs> They're they're really known for it's a Japanese cuisine. Okay. So sushi's really big on their menu. But so then I'd have to take we have to go, I guess. Yeah. Oh. I liked it. The thing is, Jesse was utterly obsessed. Like he will not get over it. He wants to go back. And he's not a fancy restaurant type of guy. He's we that's the most fanciest restaurant we've ever been to together because he's very picky. He doesn't like a lot of things. But he enjoyed it. He right? is up he won't stop talking about it to this day. Nice, nice. I but like I mean the moral of this whole point is Well, you could go on the beach and have a picnic and you'd be absolutely happy. Exactly. It doesn't matter. Like the, the don't believe the hype. This is all that I'm trying to say. The hype will run you dirty. They'll run you broke. <laughs> <laughs> so the moral yeah. of the story is that? Or? Go to Mama D's. Okay. <laughs> the moral of the story is Mama D's. <laughs> well, guys, I hope, you do, I hope you understand what we're saying. And we're not trying to be bougie. We're just saying, like, if you're going to pay X, and I've said this before, if we're paying for X, Y, Z, we expect X, Y, Z. If you're not paying for it, if you're going to McDonald's, I'm not expecting, like, hello, sir. Actually, very <laughs> quick before break, um, I once went to a, have you ever gone to a Burger King that actually you walk in and they seat you and give you a menu? Mm, have I ever walked in where? Into a Burger King and they what? seat you and give you a menu. So that happened to me in New York. And basically what <laughs> ended up happening was it was when I first moved to New York and I wanted to go to. And, it, and, I, and I was I feel like the only Burger King ever. And they literally seat you and they give you a menu. And I was like, that's huh. crazy. I was like, 
Alrighty then. I didn't well, really I know what okay. else to do. But um, guys, stay right here. When we That's come back weird. at the top of the hour, we're going to be hanging out with Adrian Miles coming in studio. My senses sense this is going to be a spectacular show. I know I use this, and Angela and Eileen are both like, please stop. Please stop trying. Well, guys, happy Friday. Are y'all ready to have a Friday? Yes, sir. Liddy, Liddy, Liddy in the city. Let's get it, guys. Keep it locked right here on Afterglow for your Friday. Are you okay? <laughs> what okay. is going in on that? If you don't shut up and you don't come in, then you will get roasted. You yep. Roasted. They make me laugh every single morning. Most of them in the morning. You guys crack me up. <laughs> this is Afterglow. Oh my God. Welcome back, everyone. Happy top of the hour. I feel like all Eileen and I have really done today is complain. Is that is that right, Eileen? Or I not? have not <laughs> complained at all. I'm actually really grateful to be here. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought you were complaining about the restaurant situation. <laughs> oh, oh, you're right. You're right. I was going on a little rant about that. Well, you know what? It's okay. It's Friday, so we can let all of our emotions out as we're here. Well, we are finally back. It is finally Friday. It's Friday, June 11th, right at the top of the 8 o'clock hour. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for tuning on in. We have a very special guest and an additional special guest in studio here, which I'm really excited about. It is Adrian Miles and Shanice Antonia, which I was just telling her. I'm so sorry for pronouncing, you know, her name originally, but I'm so excited. Um, you know, it's Friday and we're going to keep the good vibes going. So before we do that, let's do a little classic around the room. Eileen, on your mind, the top of the hour right now. I am thinking about our guests. I'm so excited. We're going to tap into a good conversation today. So I'm really happy to have you guys here. And thank you for coming out. Of course. Thanks for having us. <laughs> of course. Thank you guys so much for being here. I know that it is a little bit earlier here in LA. So thank you guys for joining us on in here. But we're so excited to have you. What about you guys? What's on your mind this morning? Adrian, you, you first. Uh, I'm just super excited. To. I know this is uh, my first time doing a uh, radio interview. So I'm super excited for it. Stoked. I know it's super early in the morning. We're here on the West Coast. So uh, it was about a 4 a.m. alarm that went off. Maybe even earlier, but I was like a chipper bird, ready to be right. up and ready because I was so excited. I was like, this is what I live for, so I'm excited for it. Awesome. Okay. And Shanice, what about you on your mind this morning? Good morning. Nothing much, but that it's nice and dark and early. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Right. You want to say bright and early, but there's no sun out. No. Oh, it <laughs> definitely, definitely is. It's one of those things that, um, thankfully, where our studio is um, right now, instead of our normal studio, we don't have windows, so I can't see the sun rising uh, because actually back when I was in Jersey, my original studio was a giant glass wall with windows and the sun would come in and blind me and there was no like blinds on it and I'd have to like duck down and like hide and so that it was not this it. Is a it, change. Was, it was definitely a change well on my mind this morning i gotta say i'm excited um we've been playing a lot of hit music today and so i'm excited for you guys to hear you know their song again and i'm also excited for you guys to keep sticking with us as we showcase new and on the rise artists and also showcase some of your favorite artists that you guys know and love we have a great lineup today so you guys need to stay tuned for that and yeah i'm just excited for friday i know that that is like what I keep saying always, but Friday is my favorite day of the week. Same. As always, obviously. <laughs> and so, yeah. Thank you guys for, like I said, for coming in. Um, I'm so excited to hear your journey and your process. I mean, are you both LA born and raised or, or where did you guys come from? Or uh, No, actually, <laughs> I actually moved here mid-pandemic in September about. So oh, kind wow. of new to oh, the situation God. as things are opening up. It's like cool to finally find a place where, you know, I'm like, 
finally here and trying to do my thing and everything was closed down. I couldn't go to any open mics, couldn't go to sing karaoke if I wanted to, couldn't go to network with anyone. I mean, everything's been so virtual yeah. and, and in an industry like this where everything's so live and in front of your face, it's You're hard like, to, to grow in that <laughs> yeah. sense. But no, originally we're both from Chicago mm -hmm. I, um, and that's oh, where we met as well. So. Actually grew up singing and performing together. We, oh, yeah. yeah. That's amazing. So, that's amazing. Since we're like 14. That's so awesome. Oh, wow. <laughs> Oh, that's so oh, great. That's see, so I, I moved here in um in November. So okay. I kind of see like the whole like nice. what do we do like XYZ. Like you know, thankfully you guys moved a little bit sooner. So you kind of got a little bit of LA before it shut down again. And it is so great to now that LA is opening up again and that things are happening. And like last night I was out and just it felt like LA again, and it felt like the LA that I knew and love. And so, hopefully, you guys yeah, can get out there and start performing again. And, Los Angeles and exactly, yeah. So, well, Shanice, she's yeah. been out here actually for quite some time. So, when yeah. I used to, um, she, when did you move here? Ooh, <laughs> 2011. Oh my okay. god! Yeah, went to college, performing arts college out here. Wow! Yeah. In 2011? Mm -hmm. Oh my god! You look like you're like 23. <laughs> this is crazy. This is so wild. That's crazy. Don't be putting my business out there. I ain't that old. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thank you so much. So, at what, at what age did you both start singing? I mean. Ooh. Um, I don't know. I mean, I started singing in elementary school, but I didn't really get serious about it until I have like. The one story I always tell is middle school, we were going to go sing at a uh, retirement home, which we did every single year, and they were auditioning solos, and I was like a little 70-pound seventh grader. I was like really <laughs> severely underweight, and I'm the, up there. I was like the ma the only male soprano in my choir, and they're like, will you sing a solo? So I go up there, and I try to sing a solo for them, and the whole class just started clapping, and they were surprised to hear this voice come out of me, and I was like, hmm, I didn't know. I mean, like I enjoyed singing, but no one ever really took that moment to clap and say, you're actually really good at this. So oh that was like the gosh. first moment. I was in seventh grade, yeah, when I you're realized like, I really kind of liked singing. And then from there, I just uh, did lots of performance arts groups. We In high school, we mm -hmm. met. Uh, we were in a show choir together. We were, our school had like a bunch of choirs. I mean, you would think it's a performing arts school the way yeah. that we had like so many programs. Like, mm. I mean, we had show choirs, we had acapella groups, we had gospel wow, choirs, we had curricular, awesome. extracurricular choirs. Like, that's awesome. At so your many. school? Yeah. yeah. At so our public awesome. high school. Oh my that's God. awesome. What suburbs of Chicago, Illinois? Oh my God. You wow. know, that's so, I think it's so important for you know, schools on a public level to give creative outputs and outlets to mm -hmm. people because, I mean, I always said our high school was great because we had all these different activities, but we never had that. Mm -hmm. The most we had was like one um, like chorus class and we were all <laughs> singing like some random like Japanese <laughs> choir song, which I remember like I could recite every word of it to this day. Yeah, we were pretty <laughs> international too. We sang a lot of our school. <laughs> and that was like as far as we went, as diversity went. Like I come from like outside of Boston and so we had like no diversity in our school and we had no programs like that we had like kind of a cooking program but it was food chemistry and i know i've talked about this on the show and so sorry guys if you're listening um you can text me at 833-632-0490 and yell at me for saying this again but it basically <laughs> was the chemistry of food and it was the most complex thing i've ever done i got a, a d in it it was the most complex oh. thing so that was as far as we went in our curricular activities so the fact that you guys got an outlet early on is honestly remarkable and I'm, I'm hoping that they're still doing that do you know if they're still doing that in your schools they are yeah they they yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had we had a very fantastic director as well. Yeah. So like as as life moves on and people change and things, the mm -hmm. programs also evolve as, as well. But they're still very active in their program. I mean, the arts are so important, I think, for the youth as well. Like, I mean, it's clearly shaped us into who we are today. Mm -hmm. And that's just something that yeah. we didn't necessarily choose and pick at that time. We just figured, you know, like we're in this program, this is something we enjoy. And it, as it's shaped us as we're growing and 
now we're you know professional performers and artists and we're making our own songs we're here on the radio because of it and that all stems back from where we were as children yeah you know growing up in a very privileged um uh, performing program we were very fortunate to have mark myers as our mentor as well so he's (laughs) not there i was gonna say i don't know how much they're doing it but i mean they still have great great teachers i'm sure oh yeah Um, definitely yeah it it usually usually happens like that where where if one person does it and hopefully it stays alive because i mean you're, when I first heard your song together, it blew me away. I was like, whoa. I was like, wait a second. I was like, I was like, wait, like what? And <laughs> and your voices mend so well together too, mm-hmm. which for me is is so important when collaborating together. Cause some artists collaborate together and it's like cool, like they have their side, they have, you know, their side. And but you guys really work well together. And I and I love that. And and so I'm like so happy that we're able to meet you. I didn't even know you were coming, so I'm so excited. Oh, yes. And I'm, it's like a surprise. Yes. And you I'm always like, the oh nice surprise. That's, that's, my, that's yes. my goal in life. Yes. Now, where, now, where does your songwriting process come from? I mean, I know some artists kind of stem together, and I know that they, um, you know, do voice notes on their phone, or is it melody first? Or mm-hmm. I was going to ask yeah. that. Yeah. So, like, what's your process when writing, you know, your songs together, or maybe this song? Or, or, I'm going to be or, honest. I feel like I don't even remember how we wrote this song i would think we did a little bit of it apart wasn't i like out of town or something no not uh was that this one no, no that was, that was another one that was another one <laughs> we actually have a, we have another yeah. song together and one that's coming mm-hmm. up as well because we thought the same thing we made a song together and we're like our songs are our, our voices are actually really good mm-hmm. together we should make some more songs so now we have like a couple of songs that we're working on two that are already released one that's mm-hmm. upcoming so that's we nice. have some stuff on the way but this one specifically i remember we were sitting in my car we were okay. just flipping through beats on uh, beatstars.com shout out to them that's where we get all of our all of the music from there's all the producers they can like just it's like a hub for them to put their music up for mm-hmm. artists to look through and to purchase and really to good stuff on and it's really good stuff so we're like flipping through and it only takes about two or three seconds sometimes to know if you like a beat like it's like yeah. the first, you're like oh, ah, it's, skip it's uh, next yeah. next and then we caught one and we're like oop Mm, we look okay. at each other and we're like, okay, this is I cute. Remember. I write a lot. So I'm like, and I write really, really fast. She's an yeah. amazing songwriter. So. Mm, that's awesome. That's yeah. really hard. It's not easy to do. Yeah. I mean, I had to build up the muscle because when I graduated um, from college, I was like, because I've been singing my whole life. I, I love it. Like, it's very therapeutic for me. Like, with same similar to his seventh grade experience that started with me in like kindergarten. Oh, wow. Oh my God. Yeah. And at home, of course, but like in kindergarten, they're like, I mean, we went to, I went to a diverse elementary school, but I still was like, I don't know, one of the only black kids, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. And so they'd be like, we had, we would have like the Christmas concerts in kindergarten and the Kwanzaa child. Yeah, I know, right? They'd be like, Shanice will be the Kwanzaa child. And and so I have to sing all the solos, like against my, not against my will, because I loved it. I loved it before I got to school. That's awesome. When I graduated, I was like, okay, I need to work on my songwriting so I can put, get a foot in the door. I'm mm-hmm. in LA, like it's big, it's, yeah. it's gonna be hard. So I need to at least, and I've always like made sure that my songwriting was really good mm-hmm. because as I was young and going and wanted to sing, I would be, would be told all the time to make sure that I wrote my own good. stuff. So, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's, so, it's so important to mm-hmm. kind of make sure that as an artist that your message and your vibe is is coming from you. And so I, I, I've always had artists that we've worked with in the past that either are are really true to what they do. And I feel like you both are true to that. And then you have other artists that they are kind of ripping off other songs, other things. And so mm-hmm. the fact that you're like, you know, I have to make sure that I'm doing it, you know, genuinely and, and from, you know, your heart is, yeah. is important. And I think it, I think it's something that people kind of don't 
understand that the process of writing a song isn't just writing it and then singing it. No. And, and it's such a process. And plus being vulnerable too, especially oh, during, yeah. you know, COVID. I can't even imagine like writing songs during that. And, right. and were you guys apart or like when no, that happened? We were or? together when we wrote this one. Yeah. So yeah, we oh, were okay, sitting side by side in the car doing this one. Yeah. We were just flipping through and then like all of a sudden we're just like, it just came da, 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 da. And then it's yeah. like, it's, and we're just building <laughs> off of like da da da's and then we put words to it. And then and I, we came up with a line that was like, I don't know if it was like the Milky Way or something. And then we played off of that Milky Way thing and she did her verse with the galaxy and everything. So we kind of like tied in those words to wow. make it like a cohesive unit to say, mm. you know, this is our theme we're talking about. We're in love, but we yeah. want to, it's like intergalactic love. It's like oh, all this stuff. So we chose those amazing. vocabulary words specifically to match the theme, mm -hmm. match the vibe. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it is accidental because like, yeah. A word that you're looking for is like will be the word that rhymes with the word, and it's like, how did the, like the universe just know that mm -hmm. like I need this rhyming word, but I need a rhyming word that's gonna be talking about outer space? And it's like mm -hmm. when you find the word and then like fits and it rhymes and it works, it's like ah, it's crazy how that one like, the one word constructs the whole song. Like, yeah, you, you yeah. go off the whole the, the whole song with that one, and it was an accident, literally. Like yeah. Yeah. he had to remind me. Like I'm like I don't remember because it, we did it so fast, <laughs> mm -hmm. and she had her own hook on it as well. So like on on the main part where it's like long time, long time for you, mm -hmm. she's like singing underneath. Oh her hook as well we're like let's just put them together like we totally did and like it's just like mm -hmm. it's so cool how it just ends up happening like yeah. that when you just take those moments to like just be creative and we're comfortable <laughs> with each other where we can say mm, i don't really like that as much and that's yeah, not a good idea yeah. but when we throw things out there and we're just comfortable with that we're able to find what does work and what doesn't work so that's important as well i love that okay you guys so here's what we're gonna do we're gonna go to a quick break when we come back i'm gonna tease their song a little bit then we're gonna obviously play it at the end but i know you guys hate when i do this but i promise <laughs> you i know we got a quick break we got to keep the vibes flowing so it is just past 8 12 this morning so don't go far keep it locked right here like i said guys we have so much coming up this hour so stay tuned right here we're back with adrian and shanice right after this keep it locked right here and text me 833-632-0490 if you guys want to talk our entire show is a waste of time Let's just be real. i don't even have a penis and i love mustangs when you're on the way to the bus stop you gotta be new york I'm like, okay, like, calm down. You do a good car noise, Chris. Eileen's like, So we love that you guys listen to us because you are wasting your time. Your time. Your time. This is Afterglow. So welcome back, everyone. Happy top of the hour. Just past 8.20 this morning, and we are hanging out with some incredible guests here. We have Adrian Miles, and she's Antonia, whose yes. name in the beginning, I know, I, I'm so terribly you sorry. You so beautifully now, too. <laughs> Thank I you. love it. Good. I love it. I'm glad that I finally got it together, because before it was, I don't know, you know, you ever had a time when you're, like, reading something, <laughs> and your brain is like, this is correct, and, and I kept saying it, and bless Adrian for sending me a voice note, because most people would usually just yell at me over text or, like, email me. Oh be like this isn't correct and i'm like can you please just tell me so i know what <laughs> so i'm I saying know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah but no you have such you. a beautiful name i say both of your names i feel like are very um unique in itself like i it, it's like you're meant to be in this industry like my name is chris gunn and everyone's like well, that's such a weird name and i'm, I'm just like it. and i'm just like yo like you gotta embrace your name so i hope you guys are happy with your names well that's actually a funny story i actually created my name actually it's uh it's an anagram for my legal birth name no way which is really cool so like my middle name is actually miles with a y but my first name 
from birth is Darien. I just switched the D and the A, so instead of D-A-R-I-E-N, it's A-D-R-I-E-N, so it makes Adrian. I don't know, it's, I feel like it's just easier to say. Darien's so pretty, and I love that my mom gave me this name. It's a beautiful name. Yeah. However, I really think that it's much easier, just straightforward, Adrian Mild. People are like, oh, Adrian Mild. I can repeat it. They're like, Darien, what'd you say? Spell it. One time I yeah. looked on the, uh, the, like, the local news. It was Barack Obama's birthday in Chicago <laughs> or on Navy Pier. And they're coming like, what would you give Obama for his birthday? And I was like, I would give him a personalized happy birthday wish. And I sang happy birthday on the news. Oh, wow. Like, what's your name? So I slated my name, Darian Hutchinson. I walked away and it wasn't like, I guess, articulate enough. So they typed it Z-A-R-Y, Zary oh, Hutchinson. And after gosh. that, I'm like, you know what? Like, that's not what I said. I should have spelled it. Maybe I, <laughs> I'm tongue tied the way I speak. I don't know. But oh I'm sick of it. I want, I'm, now it's Adrian forever. You were probably so, so excited to go see yourself. <laughs> I was. You see them botch your name. Yeah. You're like, oh that's my God. not me. Yeah, but I find it on YouTube all the time. I show my friends oh my and I'm gosh, like, so I funny. don't know who Zary is. They'll never know it's me. But. I hope uh, Obama's seen it. <laughs> I would, oh my God. <laughs> no, I'll show you later. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I love telling the story of his name. My name is just my first. <laughs> hey, mama. <laughs> it's my first and middle name. People don't believe. They're like, what is it? I'm like, that's my actual name. And That's I didn't crazy. know that people liked it so much. And I never used to tell anybody my middle name. Like, growing up, I never. Because I knew, I just knew, you know, I'm pretty intuitive. I knew I was going to use it for something. Mm. So I wanted to keep it for myself. I'm oh, very, my like, gosh. kind of secretive like yeah. that. Uh -huh. So then I, like, I was like, okay, let's do this. I changed it maybe, like, two, three years ago, not even. Yeah. Oh, okay. Barely. Uh -huh. And it's. It's sticking, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like it a lot. I, it's crazy um, that somehow, you know, names are, become such a huge, I know it's, this is going to sound stupid, but it's like, it's crazy how like a name is, is more than just a name nowadays. It's like, it's like who you are and it becomes who you, and so it's like, oh, like for example, my friend, like Eileen yesterday said something to me on the phone. We were talking and she goes, you know, you're Chris Gunn. Like, like you, mm -hmm. like you got this. And I'm just like, you know, I like it right. I was like, I'm Chris Gunn. I was like. <laughs> To go on the, on the little name binge really quick. When I was in college, I learned, I read an article on how important a name is to, mm -hmm. um, I guess, carry yourself in an industry where you want to create good relationships. And knowing somebody's name by their first name and constantly keeping that contact of like, hey, Angela, you know, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, it's really important. It actually it sustains relationships and it creates um, a type of uh, bond with the person that you're trying to talk to. And you let them you make them feel like you're closer to them mm -hmm. than you actually are. So mm -hmm. the name situation, what you did changing your name, I'm not saying that your mom didn't give you a beautiful name, but it is something that works better in an industry where you know someone can listen to it and they're like, oh yeah, I, I heard that instantly, you know? Mm -hmm. Yep, and then once Beyonce had those Darion jeans, I was like, you know what, I think <laughs> You're like, I should have kept it! <laughs> I said I shout out Mama Beth, so shout yeah, out Mama Beth. Mama Beth. Yeah, <laughs> She's super cool down to earth. She's like my rock. She inspires everything I do. She's supportive. She, anything I decide to do, she's Aww. fully behind it. So she's an awesome, awesome mama. I think that's amazing. amazing. Honestly, I feel like um, when you are an artist, especially in an industry where it's so difficult to get up there, when you have your parents or your family members being your rocks, it means a lot. Because there's a lot of people who don't have that type of support. There's a lot of um, parents who want their kids to go the nine to five route, the corporate route. And when they don't do it, it's kind of like they shun them, you know? Mm -hmm. And so for your parents to really be out there, your family members to really support you and like be by your side is a lot. And so you guys should definitely really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And I think that's an interesting comment too, because there's so many things I think that we could do. Like mm -hmm. we're very intelligent. We're both very driven. We can do many different career fields mm -hmm. but like this uh, the whole creative career path like 
it's almost like when a career chooses you, it's it's yes. different than when you choose your career. Like yes. there's nothing. I wake up in the morning, all I can think about is singing. It's what I love to do. Right. I can't think of anything else. It's not I your go job. to a, a regular part time job right mm-hmm. now, thanks to COVID. Yeah. And it's just miserable to me. I cannot get up every morning and go to something that I don't enjoy doing. And when right. I wake up in the morning and I think about singing, I'm like, this is what I have to do with my life. Yes. It's like I don't know what it's gonna take, but I'm gonna do everything in my power. It. I'll chase that dream. I'll. I'd rather. I'd rather face difficulties chasing my dream than to never mm-hmm. chase my dream and never have to have difficulties again. 100%. Like, I would way, way rather struggle chasing yeah, my dream. Yeah, I love to hear that. That just gave me chills because I feel like a lot of people are scared to go after their dreams because they think, oh, I need to go to the 9 to 5 to make money because my passion is not going to give me money. But, you know, if you put in the hard work for years on end, in, in, eventually you're going to get noticed and you're going to get to where you need to be. Mm-hmm. And so don't a give up. A little bit at a time. Exactly. A time. Exactly. And keeping the positivity. You guys are so positive. It's oh amazing. Oh, my God. I love it. You both your oh, we have incredible. to be. Otherwise, we lose our minds. <laughs> right? Okay. I know. I agree. So I agree. I have a question for you guys. And it is something that I always think about when I'm working with artists or talking with artists. If, God forbid, you weren't able to do music, what do you guys mm. think you'd be doing? Like, And I know that's such a hard question because it's like, it's your life. So like, um, like, what would be your like next ideal, well, not ideal because it wouldn't be ideal if I'm music, <laughs> but what would be your next career path? Which I know is like such a hard thing yeah. to think about. Or maybe you're like, oh, I have this. Well, actually, when I moved to LA and I started um, performing arts college, I caught laryngitis and I never, I didn't even know that no. was a thing. Oh my God. And they were like, they were like, you need to go to the doctor, you need to go to the ears and the throat doctor, you have a polyp here. And, and I, they were like, you can't sing for a week. I'm like, oh what? My what in the world? What do you mean? Like your Because like you crushed. said, I literally like, like I, I wake up and sing before I say words, you know? So, wow. so it's, <laughs> I was terrified. I didn't know. But you know, if I decided to, or if I had to, God forbid. Of course. It'd probably be, it'd be business, if anything. Okay. But okay. there's so many things. That's <laughs> just, like you said, there's so many, so many things that we could tap into. But I think I would find a passion in the behind the scenes. Okay. Because I do already, so. Good. All right, what about you, Adrian? Um, I think I would have to maybe be in a completely different career. Like, I would probably take little routes throughout, like, to work. Like, for example, I would do auditioning. I would do casting, those kind of things that are in the field. But that wouldn't be... What I would do, I think I would go back to school. I would do something that's more like technical related because like, for example, having a, a fascination with like Apple and iPhones, yeah. if I could work for Apple, that'd be like my dream job in life. And I think I would be kind of happy. I'd be similarly happy. I'd be content. That's a good mm-hmm. word. But I would not be um, Fulfilled. living my dream. Yeah, yeah. you wouldn't yeah, yeah. Fulfilled. Fulfilling yeah. Your, your soul. Um, well, that's crazy. I like that question, Chris, because I feel like when it comes to artists, you get this one facade of them. You love to sing. You like that outlet. You give this um, whole persona of who you are as that artist. But when you tap into what would you do if you weren't the artist, you kind of get to know that person a lot better. And so I think that's awesome. (laughs) And I I really love, and I know I said this earlier, I really love the vibe of both of you. I I feel like it's genuine. I feel like it's, it's real. It's honest. I feel like it's, it's something that, um, and when, and I've worked in, I've literally worked in since I was 15. So like I've been, I've been around it and I've seen, you know, the best of the best and I've seen the worst of the worst. And, and I feel like you guys are really you know, great souls, great people, great vibes, great energy. And I feel like you're not doing it to be like, okay, cool. I'm going to make a paycheck um, or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. I feel like the passion is really there. And that's something that I'm happy that I was able to, you know, interact with you guys and meet you guys personally in person. Because we are, God, I mean, when's the last time we had an in-person interview? Was it Nathan James? Yeah. 
yeah, it's been a while. Ooh, are we your mm-hmm. first in a long time? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while, in a while. It's been a long I time. I love in-person interviews though. I feel like it's <laughs> so it. much more better. <laughs> Me too. But I did I want to ask you guys, what motivates you guys or um like what really inspires you to make your music? Mm, so much. I feel like we are inspired by so much. I love that you pointed out like engineering. Like, yeah, I like when he did yeah. it, and I want to say thank you, but I think we just <laughs> looked at each other. You can follow me to like that was my like, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> um, you guys but, are in tune with each other. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I don't know. We we are inspired by a lot. Okay. Yeah, uh, for me specifically as well. Like I think that I'm inspired by like the fear of failure sometimes. Like, yes. I mean, I come mm-hmm. from a place that's. I mean, I wasn't. We went to a privileged school when our program coming to our programs, but like in my family life, things were difficult at times. You know, like we mm-hmm. weren't just well off. Things were hard. There was times when we were without with for lots of things, and that's a place that I remember vividly and would hate to ever go back mm-hmm. to. So like, there are decisions that I make, the way I speak, the way I carry myself, the way I dress, that are reflective of wanting to be successful, and that's something that's just embedded in me. Um, I think that I've come a very, very, very long way from where I was 10 years ago, from where I was 20 years ago. I've really grown into a well-rounded young man. And I think that that's something that's been very vulnerable for me to do. And that, and music's that outlet. So I can be very expressive. I can say the things that I want to say, things that for a long time I didn't have a voice. And now I have a voice. And it's like a, it's like a shining star voice. It's yeah. a singing voice. It's mm-hmm. like going to the studio. It's like all those things that just give me those natural highs in life that like you crave. And mm-hmm. It's inspiration enough. Just feeling good makes you want to feel good again. So yeah. you keep doing that. You know, it's 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 inspiring to just feel good sometimes. That's you know? amazing. I love that. I love that you said that you carry yourself, you dress, you think, you talk how you want to be like a, a successful person. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is the biggest mantra to being successful because when you start to think and act what you like what you want to be the universe follows right behind mm-hmm. it so eventually um it gets back to you so i think that's amazing i think that was an awesome answer and something else um i always ask people is what's been the moment that really was hard to overcome in maybe your career or your personal life that maybe helped you excel further i mean besides covid which i know okay i guess that could be answer if it, it really is because for me it, it was that this year but what is something that a moment that you were like wow, like I cannot believe this is happening and your kind of world just stops down. And maybe that didn't happen. And I hope for you both it didn't happen. But um, unfortunately in life, life doesn't usually work like that. So right. has there ever been a moment where you guys were like, I don't know what I'm going to do next or, or whatever and, and how it kind of, how you overcame it or what, what was that moment? Oh, being here. <laughs> if you want to answer that, of course. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be brief. Being here as um, people get to LA and they like, they want to, it's always, oh, how long have you been here? How long, like, the length of time that you've been here is like, it's it's a feat, you know? It like, really is, yeah. though. And I'm just like, I, I've had to, like, okay, like, this is where I live. Like, I don't want to <laughs> counting, like, you know, and putting a time limit. People put a time limit if they don't succeed within that time frame, they kind of give up. And I just, I've had to get past living like that or thinking like that. I don't feel like I've ever done it too much. Um, so I've benefited and, and... Yeah, I feel like I lost my train of thought. But okay, I'm glad that you did because you beat me. So thank God someone else did today. <laughs> so yeah, I've I've had to overcome that the time and being afraid to put myself out there. Like you're basically your biggest enemy in your mm-hmm. in your own mindset because you think you're trying not to think these negative things. But I mean, it's inevitable. We're human, you know. And mm-hmm. so you apply the most pressure on yourself. Mm-hmm. It, 
Do you feel like you are your biggest critic or you feel like uh, other people in your lives are, are, are bigger critics to, to, to what you do or I'm my biggest critic. I think. <laughs> I mean, like it'll be something super simple. For example, recently I've been like trying to take a lot more uh, like photo shoots and photography of like um, just like outfits and looks and things like that because I think that pr helps to promote my brand. Mm -hmm. And it's a change from what the content that I used to produce. And sometimes it's weird for people and they're that they're not as immediately supportive of that. And I get so frustrated, like, why am I not getting the attention that I think I deserve from it? You know, <laughs> mm -hmm. it's just, like silly things like that. Like people are probably have not it's nothing against me whatsoever yeah. you know it's just mm -hmm. I'm my own critic that I'm like I listen to my songs over and over and over and maybe wish that I would have done this differently that differently and think and think if I would have done that would it have been better you know like mm -hmm. it's crazy how mm -hmm. how you can beat yourself up about about everything that you say, yeah. so you're an overthinker <laughs> overthinker a thousand and one percent that's what I was going into when you asked that's immediately what I what I thought the first thing that I really had to get over was like being afraid and like I was going to say it's a very Beyonce-ish answer because that's what we correlate being perfect to now because she put it out there. Like, she is. <laughs> <laughs> she put it out there like, you know, she was kind of one of the first people to voc vocally say like, you don't have to be perfect because we see her as perfect all the time. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. she's trying to convince us. But it's like, it's I have to tell him all the time. I've gotten past that because it will mess you up. I was cursed. Yeah, it right? will if you mm -hmm. hang on it. And I have to tell him, like, it's good, like, you yeah. should strive for perfect yes. perfection, mm -hmm. but keep that in the back of your and mind keep it because yeah. being mm -hmm. your worst critic will hinder, it will cripple you. Yeah, no, well, yeah I mean, 100%. we'll be in the studio and, yeah. and she'll get in the yeah. booth and she'll sing her part and leave the booth. I'm like, that was so good. How'd yeah. you do that? And I go in there and I'll I'll breathe wrong. I'll get ready to sing and I'll be like, and that's not the breath I want to do. Let me do it again. Like everything down to that. I'm like, relax. You need to calm down. You crazy. Like you're psycho. Relax. You know, although, although those little um, minuscule details that will, you say, tarnish you and your music creating, it actually also develops it because mm -hmm. when you are paying attention real close attention to detail it's those little things that people don't realize but you realize and it made the whole song mm -hmm. and i've seen i've seen music constructed i've been in the studio i've seen people make music um and songs and i didn't realize how the way you say one word can literally change the whole flow of the next verse mm -hmm. and Always. so yeah. yeah and so She's i think cool, i like it yeah <laughs> i like it yeah i'm telling my, my boyfriend he does music so i i'm in the studio with him all the time and he is the biggest critic and so when you say that you are very hard on yourself i see it within him as well where every detail is to the t and mm -hmm. sometimes i'm like you're driving me crazy yeah. like just relax i mean there'll be know? times too as well like if you will look, look back on a video or a performance that we did sometimes we make covers and stuff for youtube for mm -hmm. instagram mm -hmm. we'll sit around listening to it or whatever and we'll make the song and i'll say oh that wasn't a good take but then we listen to it i'm like you know what you're like yeah, yeah, it was a pretty good take, but i'm just so hard sometimes on myself yeah. just in that moment i'm like mm, my girl can already tell no it's not good and right I'm like, oh, do you think the good. pressure of being behind the mic and you know you're at the studio and you need to make a song uh i guess determines how it comes out or do you feel like you're more at home and more at ease when you're at the studio like where do you mm -hmm. i guess my question is like what sounds better to you when you're at home creating it and you're like yeah i like this or when you're in the studio and you're like actually developing it at home for sure <laughs> really okay yeah. i mean it also kind of depends but like at home because i mean the studio is something if you're not trained and like because you have to you have to train at home and yeah. you have to train to how to work with mics mm -hmm. the technicalities of mm -hmm. everything it's how to so say different. a word so i've i've 
I find a lot of inspiration in growth as well because I've, I used to be like that. Mm-hmm. And my teachers and my mentors were like, you need to stop. It's fine. Like, <laughs> yeah. they, there's beauty in your imperfections. So mm-hmm. you have to. It, it makes you organic. It mm-hmm. makes you yeah. a real person. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So mm-hmm. growth for well, sure. So 616 area code texting. They asked um, if you could give one advice to a singer and songwriter just getting started, what would that one thing be? Um, mine would be to study, study, study. I would think look into the music that you like the best, the music that you want to emulate. Don't copy it, but study it. I mean, think mm-hmm. about what what do what do people like? Not because you do music for people, but because you do it for yourself. Ultimately, mm-hmm. I mean, we always do music for our fans. This is for you guys. Mm-hmm. However, you we do this because we love to do this. And the type of music that I like to sing, I also listen to that music all day long from other artists. I love listening to other independent artists, other R&B artists. Mm-hmm. Beyonce is my biggest inspiration of all time in music, of course. I mean, like, you have to appreciate greatness if you want to be yes. great. And I think if anyone tries <laughs> to think anything less of that, it's just crazy. <laughs> you must not You're know like, talent. <laughs> but anyway, it's not about Beyonce. This is about the question. But anyways... <laughs> Or is it? We can make it about Beyonce all day long. <laughs> used to go to every single I've got a four concert. tattoo oh here. She's God. got a four tattoo oh, and like Roman oh numerals. Oh my god! Like super major mega fan. Like I'm in front wow. row. I have crazy videos front row of me screaming, crying. Like I love that's that for you. I'm, <laughs> I really do love that for you. She's amazing. How can you not fangirl over her though? <laughs> I don't even know at this point where that was going, but. <laughs> no. Well, yeah. Uh, to what was it? it um. Uh, for young writers and musicians? Yeah, yeah, so just basically to study. I've, I've spent my whole life obsessing over, for example, my biggest uh, inspiration, Beyonce. I listen mm-hmm. to her. I know every single lyric of every one of her songs. I know her background vocals. I was talking to another um, artist yesterday about how, for example, Faith Evans, another R&B singer, she's a background vocalist on so many other mm-hmm. people's tracks. And I'm like, how is there a point in time where we had these artists who are major record label names, major names, and they're getting their background vocals, their harmonies, the their base layer of the music that's so important. And for us, if we don't come up with our own melodies, our own harmonies, no one's going to do it. Mm-hmm. We don't have another artist that's just like, I'm super good at background vocals. Like, if we're not good at our background vocals and our lead vocals, we're not going to get to the, the, yeah. pot, the spot we need to be. So at one point, you're kind of like told who to like because there mm-hmm. are these singers who, I didn't know that another famous singer was on this famous singer's tracks. And it's mm-hmm. like, they, they hide that and they tie that in. It's, they're not even re- really singing sometimes. Yeah, it's crazy. So it's like, crazy. you have to study the music that you're looking into. You have to know the ins and outs of it. You have to know how to create those layers and those backgrounds and those harmonies. Just study, study, study. And I think they'll be yeah. incredibly successful, you know? Yeah. Practice, 100%. practice, practice. You see, people always forget is it's, it's not just doing, and I don't, I don't know why people don't understand this. Like, artists have been saying this for years. It's just like, it is not just a... It's not just like a fun time. It's a job. It is something that you have to do and put work into and invest a lot of time, money, effort. And so if you're not practicing, like you're going to just kind of get to a certain point and then you're not going to evolve from there. Mm -hmm. My mom used to say from very, very young, and this is why I keep doing it. God gave you a gift. If you don't use it, he's going to take it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That is so true. So I'm like, oh, God. Like, and not that's not pressure, but it's like, okay. I want to be grateful of what I was given. Yeah. So I need to treat it as a gift, mm-hmm. you know, as such. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, so I want to tease your song real quick because our listeners are like, okay, please, please. Okay, so here is a little sneak peek of their song. Okay, so I'm going to play this when we come back. So we have a very quick break. 
After this break, I want to play more of the song because I am beyond hype to get into the song. <laughs> and I am just loving the vibe. So we're going to play this for you guys twice a day. So we're going to play it right when they leave. And then we're going to play it towards the end of the day. That way you guys can, you know, vibe. You can have a nice morning and everything like that. So very quick break. When we come back from this, it's going to be right before the top of the hour. Then we're going to continue hanging out with them. And I don't know about you guys, but I am having a lovely time with you guys. So thank you for getting up this morning and hanging out with us and, and just being here. So we're going to start your morning continue off with Kali Uchi, Telepatia for Eileen, one of her favorite songs right here on Afterglow. Texas 833-632-0490 if you have questions for Adrian and Janice. If you don't shut up and you don't come in, then you go get roasted. You yep. Roasted. They make me laugh every single morning. Most of them in the morning. You guys crack me up. <laughs> this is Afterglow. Well, like all good things, it must come to an end soon. So we're in no. our final moments with Adrian and Shanice. And I gotta say, I don't want it to end. I'm having such a fun time. I know. You guys bring so much good energy. Honestly, one of the best interviews we've ever, ever had. I agree. I uh, honestly, you guys are such great energy in here. I love it. I Thanks, wish we guys. could have you guys on all the time. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Honestly, call us whenever. <laughs> yes. Seriously. If you can get past the time, you can you can really you can really go through anything. We'll do it for our next song as well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Which we're going to do soon. Ooh, yes. We're going to do very, very soon. Ooh, do you guys do any visuals, music videos, or anything? We're working on it. Mm -hmm. <gasps> How mm -hmm. fun! Yeah, yeah, the music video for this should be out soon. Mm -hmm. You know, production, I, so. I really commend people who do visuals because it's a lot harder. It's one thing to create a song, write a song, and, and <laughs> sing in the mic and, you know, curate it. It's a lot different to put a visual behind it, like to actually create a whole story for that song. But I love it. I appreciate music videos 100%. Oh, well, hello there, Natalie. Good morning. How are you? I don't think she can hear you. Oh, come on. <laughs> she just heard me a second ago. You can't hear me? Darn it. Okay. We're having a... So, okay, so you guys have been texting about where Natalie is. She's been here the whole time. She, for some reason, cannot hear us. We can hear her. But um, for some reason, as as lovely technology is, we can't hear Natalie. So I'm sad. Well, I mean, if you before we play your song, if there's one one more final thing you both want to say or or talk about or push or get into, what what is it that you guys maybe want to say or or end off on? Well, we really appreciate you guys for having us here. First of all, oh, um, stop it! That's and nice. for playing our music, I mean, you guys are some of our biggest fans as well, and this. Song has meant so much to us, and we hope that it goes to unimaginable places for oh, us. I hope so too, because yeah. I really love it. it. It's one of these songs that I, I just the vibe. I know, I know, it just I know. I keep saying that, and and I can't see Eileen or Angela right now because of the screens, but I know they're <laughs> probably making fun of me right now. So. <laughs> also, Angela has been just like waving her hands around the room like a wacky wave, little fleeting and flowing thing. And I don't know what she's been doing, but um, I know also Eileen, you'll be heading out soon. You had to go to I school, will. so it always is great seeing you as well. So. God, it's, it, not only are we losing Adrian and Shanice, we're losing you two today. I know, sad face. I'm sorry. Oh we're, leaving, we're leaving Chris alone. I know. I know. <laughs> it's going to be, be stuck with me and Angela. I don't know how this show's going to end. She doesn't even like Mustangs. Like, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> well, you guys, thank you so much for again coming in. It has been such an honor meeting you guys. Thank you for getting up early. I know morning shows. People forget it's a morning show. And so people are like, oh, hey, like. 
it'll be fine. I'll be there by like 11. And I'm like, we're already <laughs> off the air by then. Yeah. We're, right? we're on to bigger and better things by that time. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's cool. It's better this way. There's no traffic in the morning. It's, we we got know. here. It was so easy. I'm like, I love the mornings because <laughs> yeah. yes. I hate people sometimes. <laughs> and it's Friday. So when you leave here, you guys can go have brunch most of the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Celebrate. Exactly. You know I would definitely go for celebratory mimosas. That's <laughs> like my kind of day. Yeah. <laughs> Chrissy coming with us after. I, I am so <laughs> yeah, The show's over. I'm going down. <laughs> thank you again. Of course, guys. Yes. Well, thank you so much for coming in, guys. This is going to be their song, Long Time For Your Love. It has been, seriously, like I said, amazing meeting you guys both. And I'm so excited for us to, you know, hopefully meet you guys again and, and see you here in the studio. Absolutely. Thank so, guys, you. stay tuned right here. We'll be back right after this quick break and then so much more. Can you touch my body, babe? All day and all night because we be about it, babe. Feeling like we on a rocket, wanna take this all the way. Take you to another planet, put these cookies in the Milky Way. Cause you know that I've been waiting, waiting for you, babe. Feeling you anticipating, hating something, babe. Have a penis and I love Mustangs. When you're on the way to the bus stop, you gotta be New York. So, I'm like, okay, like, calm down. You do a good car noise, Chris. <laughs> Riley's like, sit <laughs> 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 
and not to like, do, do, do. Yes. So we love that you guys listen to us because you are wasting your time. Your time. Your time. This is Afterglow. All right, let's try this again. Good morning, Miss Natalie. How are you? There it is. There it is. Yes, there it is. I saw the I saw the reaction. Hi. <laughs> Hi, my love. How are you? Good morning. How are you? We have been having some troubles this morning, huh? We really have. What was it? Headphone issues or something there? So yeah, as soon as the Zoom started working, the headphones decided to stop working. Aww. And then I had to go look for my other headphones and they what? were all tangled up. So I had to sit there and untangle them for them to work. I'm like still even only rocking one because I can only get one to get untangled. Okay, well I'm in the same kind of boat. So the headphones I'm using today are not my normal headphones, as you know. And I can't, I brought them in the car this morning, can't find them. And, and <laughs> I, I sent twice. Angela down. <laughs> I mean, took a look. But welcome back, guys. Top of the nine o'clock hour-ish. It's like nine. 15, well, 916 and 43 seconds. So welcome back, y'all. Um, it was so great hanging out with Adrian and Shanice. I just had a great Definitely. time. Like they were a vibe. Like they no, were absolutely. I vibe. loved so hearing them out. They seem amazing. The music was amazing. Oh my I know. God, right? Oh that my goodness, song. Right? The voices are amazing. Right? They're awesome. You know, they they were I'm sad incredible. I couldn't get my two cents in. Oh, you yeah. already know I, I me. Know, know. You know <laughs> me. You know how I am. <laughs> you're into music. I saw you sitting there. You were like on the Zoom. I know. I'm I was not. struggling. I was literally like, oh my God, I just want to open my mouth and I can't. <laughs> We just need to promote them big time. Oh my God, they need to come Definitely. back. Definitely. What is the name of their song? What is the name of their song? Long time parentheses for your love. A long time for oh, your love. Oh nice. my God, I love that. Honestly, I need that song again. Are we gonna play it again? We Chris? are. Yeah, that's gonna happen. Just <gasps> I'm so excited because I love it. It's like awesome. Where we? How it are we really gonna? Is. We need to get it going. Oh Seriously? yeah. Seriously, that's gonna be Beautiful. in about. Oh, Mm, like 10 ish minutes again. Okay, so in cool. Case you so, what, what's on your mind, Chris? Yeah, this you know morning? what? Actually, like, seriously? So, honestly, I'm just happy, like I said, for Friday. Uh, I went to the bungalow last night. It was really? very fun. It without was, me? I, and it was great <laughs> without you. Um, really? so, <laughs> I know you got a lot more action. I saw the picture you posted on what? your Instagram story. I did not. And I was like, he went to the bungalow without Angela. I know he did. He just sat there and enjoyed it by himself. <laughs> it, okay, it was an interesting experience what was because. It like? what was it like? um, so, Tell I was there with my friend Jordan. Shout out to him. I know he's a listener Love of our show. Jordan. He's great. Uh, hopefully he's awake now. <laughs> and basically what ended up happening was while I was there, um, I ran into an old friend, if you will. <laughs> and it what was uh, it was I'm getting there. Thank you, mother. Um, I, I it was very it was very uh, I guess um, awkward because oh, no. we hadn't really talked in like months and it was like but it, it wasn't that bad and then they and then we were talking and they asked me some questions and then they like hugged me and i'm like why are you acting like we're good <laughs> i'm like i'm like okay and, and, and like i'm good like good? i was i good? was good about it yeah like i was fine but i'm like you know like are you really doing it for the right reasons like are you so i, I felt like there was a it's kind of weird when you bump into certain people yeah so just like you don't even know what to do and you're like oh Wow, we had so that night. Bizarre. We had that night that was off the charts, and then now we're like trying to be friends. It's like yeah, crazy. it's just like okay. <laughs> um, but other than that, it was great. I met a, great, a lot of great creatives. Um, one of my friends released one of her. He's releasing one of her EPs, so we got to hang out with their management team. It was honestly all together. 10 out of 10, great night. And we were there until it closed last what? night. Yeah. What time was that? Um, time is it that? was like 1230, 1245. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my goodness. So I am so mortified right now. <laughs> what about you, Natalie? What's on your mind this morning? Um, not too much. I'm so excited. It's Friday. I'm honestly 
like ecstatic. It's gonna be the beautiful, I hope it's gonna be a beautiful weekend. It's been a really beautiful week. So I'm just excited that I get to kind of like get my things done. Um, I actually signed up for my real estate test yesterday. So oh, there you go. It's, wow. Yeah, I know, I'm okay, excited. Cool. It's not until like later, like, September because they didn't have any openings since everything's very very busy but that gives me enough time to still study and um, kind of just enjoy my summer without stressing out so I'm excited okay okay all right now what about you Angela what is on your mind this I mean morning? I have lots of things on my mind <laughs> no, of course you do you always do <laughs> I mean for me it's all about like I don't know the openness of summer and let's all get the vaccine I'm sorry to harp on this and I know listeners don't want to hear it, but I'm just like, it's going to make life so much easier, guys. Seriously. Yes, it's very important not to be those people, but it is very important for you guys to make sure that you're going out there. And if you're not getting it, I'm not, we're not saying like if you know, you're like required to get it, but if you guys are at least out and about, remember, it's still around. So please be mindful, like just be safe, be smart. I'm, you know, we're not going to tell you how to live your life, but but be safe. And that's the that's Yeah, the really yeah. and if you're part. traveling internationally, you know, like it's very important that you have the vaccine. That's it. Period. Just letting you know. Okay. Whatever. Thank you for that, Angela. <laughs> well, Natalie, um, I, where did she just go? How do I lose her? What? It, it's just, you lost later. her again? I, I, you know, we I, it's are, one of these days. We've got another full hour of the show. What's going on? <laughs> oh, it's one of these days when I feel like technology is just not there. It's failing? And like Zoom is, is yes, failing? She keeps like, coming in and out. Do you know how many times Zoom's failed? Like a lot. Do you have statistics on that? <laughs> I have a lot of statistics on that. Okay, I so mean, what's your statistics on I that? I think it's like about, like, I think Zoom failed Close to see, about see Natalie, she's, 37%. She's, you hear that? She's over calling you that every single like, um, Zoom call that you did. Really? Is yeah. that true? Well, okay. honestly, I know when that. I was doing I want to my call Zoom out calls the Zoom for owner. the classes, she would literally start class late all the time because she was saying she was constantly having trouble with her Zoom. <laughs> I feel like it might be an issue when like too many people are Zooming at the same time and then it just kind of shuts down. Is that also how it is? <laughs> I, I, she, I mean, I think, I think, I don't know. I think I'm Natalie, just you nailed it. I think you nailed it on that. I think Sam needs to do a little bit more on the algorithm, the back end, the freaking like whatever. It's the not algor an algorithm. Whatever thing. the programming. This is when, okay, this is, a, this is another example. Natalie, when Angela likes to try and think she knows <laughs> she's talking about and then goes in the complete other direction. I don't know anything, guys. You've got to know that. Right, so I know if nothing. You, if maybe but you're what like I a, want is you to text in and tell me more. Yeah. I need to know everything about what's going on with Zoom. I want the owner of Zoom to text in okay. because seriously, <laughs> we need more information because we are trying to help people get on Zoom and we are lost right now because people are texting in saying, oh, it's not working, it's not happening oh, for me, things are failing. So come on, owner of Zoom, text in. Okay, so if you guys are maybe like an end-to-end -end developer, like a, okay, what's a the software number, developer, I'm getting there, Angela. The I am getting there. Thank you. Okay, we're shutting off Angela's mic for a second. We've had yeah, enough just, of her today. Just one second. So just, just for one, one second. second, Angela. She's on a different level, Natalie. Today, I don't know what she like did. Can, if she didn't sleep tell. enough, or she, I don't know what happened. But this girl is like next level crazy today. So you guys know her on the show. You know and love Angela. And I texted Natalie at what was it like 7:02 a.m. And I was like, today's the day. Today's the day that I kill Angela. I was like, today. <laughs> 
before we I, we got in here, the studio was like a mess. Like one of the like our, our perform like the area we do a lot of like artist performances and such was like there was stuff strewn about, and mm. I was like, it is way too early for this. Like it is too. Oh, early. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, <laughs> so like I was saying before, if you guys are maybe like an end-to-end developer or software developer, and you maybe know why Zoom is having issues, maybe ways that we can remedy it because we still have to. Oh, utilize we need it competition every day. as well. Who else is gonna create a Zoom? Let's okay, bring that it. Already has happened, Angela. Come, oh really? Who? There's a ton of la- we're not hmm. going. This is a boring conversation. This is a boring conversation. So my <laughs> point is, if you guys want to text us eight three three six three two zero nine zero, I promise you, I will read them to Angela later because I know for a fact that this is not the conversation this morning. Um, mm. other other thoughts though, Natalie, you're always up to something. What 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 craziness or BS are you up to this weekend? Are you gonna try and build another car from scratch? Are you gonna do something <laughs> crazy? Like, what are you gonna do? This IKEA weekend? is your friend. <laughs> no, actually, um. I have a, a birthday party to go to, so I'm excited about that. I have to actually go find a gift. But other than that, nothing too crazy. But I do have a surprise coming by next week. Oh. So it's going to be a little surprise. So we'll see. You'll She's see. pregnant but, again. Uh, okay, anyways. Um, <laughs> no, that's not the surprise. Okay, um, I hope not, at least. Natalie? <laughs> uh, what? So, are you pregnant? What would you say? Are, I didn't hear you. Are you pregnant you. again? Say that again? Are you pregnant again? No. Oh, thank God. I can't deal with that. Um, yeah, right. I, <laughs> okay. So, um, you know what you reminded me of? Back when me and you and Patrick used to do the show, like the OG days, um, he, he always had a birthday. And so yesterday I found an old, like, you remember when we were in Times Square the day that I moved? Mm-hmm. Well, I found an old unearthed after hours episode that I might want to edit somehow. And it mm-hmm. is the biggest cluster you know word and it was an absolute mess and it Mm. is crazy and i want to maybe post it up somewhere maybe on socials or maybe on our website or somewhere um but it is literally patrick talking about he has a birthday to go to and then i found a bunch (laughs) of bloopers and we have one blooper where an entire piece of a wall fell on me while we're on the air (laughs) then at one point then at one point i'm like eating some random like sausage on the air but like you can't hear it but you see (laughs) it It i found so many bloopers yesterday when going through our system and so i want to share them with you later and maybe post some of them that we think are good also i found one video where danny and cisco are like shirtless together in their basement but like there's but, and it's like disco pitch, lights it's pitch black and they're on the radio talking as if everything's normal and i'm just like what is happening and they were just and this was i think right when i moved to la and i was like and then we have another one where where um where like one of our producers fell through a glass wall like, we have like, it is, there's it is a lot great. of interesting stuff that happens it was great I say, it was it's great so cute. So that's what's happening there. Um, Natalie, for this... I'm literally trying to convince Elton to get me into a tattoo spa. And it's like, my boyfriend, my baby daddy is a tattoo artist. And I'm not covered up from like neck to toe. How is this? (laughs) How does this work? Yeah, but what do you want to to add? What do you want to add? I've never heard the the saying neck to toe. toe. I have. Like neck to toe. Neck to knee. Neck to toe. I've I've never heard heard neck to knee either. Oh my god. That. Well, for tattoos, to for tattoos, it would be neck to toe because okay. I'm not yeah, going to get my face head. done or yeah. my head. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, neck to toe for tattoos. Okay. All right. Well, Natalie, we're going to go to a break. Um, what songs would you like to hear today if we could play some, an artist or or something? I'm trying to think like what I really want to play today for some, some I'm throwbacks. I'm always on a Frank Ocean vibe, but mm, mm-hmm. I don't know if I have him. I love him. He's I, good. A Frank we were Ocean, about him last I love night. you, by the way. Just just if you're out there somewhere listening to me, I love you. <laughs> I kind of want to go into like some like throwbacks. I want to go into maybe like, 
maybe like Sigma and then maybe some like X Ambassadors, maybe some Lauv. I don't know. I mm. it's not the That's it's not, not too bad either. Yeah, I know. I was figuring something like that. We also got let's see. I don't know. I have like the weekend. You got anything like super pumpy, like like just pump you up um, just to get you going for Friday? You know what? Honestly, the music you've been playing is very soothing in a way. Like I've been feeling very like you've been getting me up but in a more soothed, calm way. You okay. know what I mean? Then why not like we oh do... I'm just pumped, yes. Hmm. You know what? <laughs> I see I, I had an entire day planned with music and songs and everything. Um, but I totally just I totally Got shut took down. It. Yeah, I totally took it. I totally changed it. And I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna do this anymore. I'm flushing the day down, I'm flushing the format, I'm flushing my life down the toilet. That's another story for another time. Um Huh. What's a really good pop up song? Also, Angel, Angel's been throwing papers at me like we are in high school. Like, oh literally goodness. like we're in high school. I, I don't know if she's going to make it back from the next commercial break. I can tell something's going on over there. I don't there. know if I she's going to make it tell. back from the next commercial break. That's all I'm saying. Well, guys, text us <laughs> Um, Before we get into that, we're going to play Adrian Miles and Shanice Antonia, their song, Long Time For Your Love. If you guys missed that, that's going to be happening right now. Then, Natalie, I got you some with some pumped up jams. That's going to happen. We'll be right back just around... About 15 minutes prior to the hour, so don't go far. Keep it locked right. right here on Afterglow. Hope you guys are having a great Thursday with us. I know I certainly am. Texas 833-632-0490 if you want to know more about Angela's weird Zoom thing or I don't really know. This is Afterglow. Oh my God, that is our Friday. Natalie. Oh, I hear my voice twice. <laughs> you know, as many times as I've brought you back in from the commercial break, I always forget to mute this microphone. It's It's insane. Well, um, also, there is, like, a ton of people in the studios today. Oh. There's a ton of people in the studios today. Like, so many people have walked by. And I've never seen this many people at this hour, like, moving and grooving and dancing to the beat. And dancing to the beat. Um, but, anyway. Dancing to the beat. Uh, is this a song? Am I, am I, I don't know, but we just made one up. Dancing to the beat. There's so <laughs> many people. I, I want to know where they are. I'm gonna I know. I see. I keep seeing people just walk back and forth. Oh, that's right. You have that. You have a view on the other camera. But yeah, I do. Well, what is on? It's a busy day. It it's really, a busy day. It's Friday. It really it's is, a busy yeah. day. People want to get stuff <laughs> yeah. done. So that by the time Saturday Sunday comes, they can chill out and relax. See, that is true. Well, Natalie, what about you? What is on your mind? We got literally a minute. Not even a minute. We got thirty seconds. What's on your mind this morning? Uh, nothing too crazy. I'm enjoying my iced coffee that I've been making from home to save some money. And other than that, I had a great time, even though we had some little difficulties today. But how about yourself? Honestly, I am excited to go and just relax this weekend. I have a lot of stuff I have to do personally. Um, mm -hmm. I have so much laundry I have to do. Oh, yeah, I understand so that completely. Much. So I, it's, it is what it is. And, and you know what? I'm going to make the most out of my weekend. And it's going to be fun. And it's going to be great. And... That's that. If you have, if you have some money to spare, you know what I do when I have some extra money? I'll take my laundry and I'll have them do it. You know what? That's what we should do. Well, Natalie, let's say peace out and we'll see everyone back here on Monday. I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> I said yes to you. Sorry. <laughs> peace out, everyone. We'll see you back here on Monday.